Hi there, this is Brian from the No Name Nerd Podcast, coming to you from the headquarters of where all nerds belong at the site of the best freaking community of nerds on the internet. My goal in this podcast is to provide meaningful and substantively useful information that will help nerds who are trying to grow their online presence and pursue personal fulfillment through their passion for nerd and geek activities. I'm here to help nerd culture grow and to help you nerds make the world a little more nerdy, and I believe better as a result. So today I, I want to talk about uh, have an honest conversation about making money on Twitch, and and this is kind of stemming from a lot of conversations I've had with the various community members uh, and about often their goals to make money, right? To to and I think that in in many ways the end goal that a lot of people see is this idea of becoming a full time streamer and. Certainly somebody who likes playing video games, like it, it, it's got some appeal, right? Like you simply flip a switch and then some people watch you and, hey, thanks, nerds are the best. Good to see you, future ranger. Um, and, you know, if, if, oh, so now I'm getting thrown off, but um, the goal, right, <clears throat> the dream, if you will, for a lot of people is that they're going to be able to flip a switch, play some video games, say some entertaining things, and then people are, are going to pay them money, whether through a subscription or buying merch or otherwise. And I think there's some truth to this, but I, I think it's also important that if you're going into this and if you're getting into this, that it, it's something that you go into with some honest expectations about what, what you can and can't do. And I, I think some of this even comes from my interview with uh, Queen Fizz last week and actually just posted it two days ago on the podcast where we talk about the... Um, she makes the suggestion that if you're getting into streaming for the first time, that you, you got to sort of set aside uh, expectations that you're going to do this full time right away. Hey, I'm glad you got your own logo and, uh, you know, head to nonamenerd.com to uh, grab your jersey whenever you're uh, interested. And I think it's important, as Queen Fizz noted, that, you know, you don't just jump into it with the expectation that you're going to become rich. And I was doing some research and, and trying to find out what the uh, income you could expect, right? So if we're going to have an honest and real conversation about what it takes to be a, a streamer, an income-generating streamer, right? Um, so I'm talking about somebody who's doing it professionally. And I'm going to draw the distinction between people who just do it for fun and never have any expectations that it is going to develop to a revenue source and people who have... The goal, whether short-term or long-term, that they're going to bring in some revenue from it. And, and I'll, I'll kind of get to what I mean by that a little more later on. But I, I think that if you want to be realistic about it, this is the really awkward part, is that the real number is somewhere between zero and $50 million, which is, uh, by, by many estimates, what uh, Ninja is pulling in on an annual basis. But I, I think that uh, a lot of people will recognize that Oh, Future Ranger. So if you need it on the store, uh, actually shoot me an email at brian at nonamenerd.com or if you're on the Discord server, it's under the uh, How to Be an Affiliate channel as well. So the real number is somewhere between zero and $50 million. Oh, excellent. Uh, and 
the truth is the majority of people out there in our community and i think that the majority of the people who are out there streaming uh the number is a whole lot closer to zero than it is 50 million although i, I would certainly love to be pulling in 50 million dollars a year as well and i and i'm saying this because i i think it's important to go into it with eyes open that the likelihood of making millions as a streamer um, is approximately like going into it as uh, going into it with the expectation that you're interested in theater and planning on becoming a famous movie star or you're playing sports with the expectation that you're going to be some kind of uh, amazing athlete and I'm not saying it won't happen for anybody out there. And I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying that it's really difficult, right? And the, the likelihood is low. But keep listening, though, because there, there's a point that I want to get to. And I think that there's a very important point, in fact, that I want to get to about this, that going into it, realizing that the likelihood you're going to be the next ninja is extraordinarily low is not a reason not to do it at all. But I think it's a reason to set your expectations accordingly. Hey, little Yeti. And and here's kind of the statistic when I was playing around. And, and those of you who know me well know that I actually love statistics. In fact, I, uh, oh, for like a decade or more taught uh, college level statistics. Hey, lukewarm rhyme. Uh, so I if I have facts and figures, if I can find some facts and figures that seem credible, then I think it's uh, useful to have them part of the conversation. Uh, Mark Twain is famous for saying, there's lies, damn lies, and then there's statistics. I, I, I get where they're coming at, where, where good old Mark Twain is coming from with that, but the, the truth is uh, I think statistics can be enormously powerful if you understand how to use them. Hey, glad your package is coming in tomorrow, little Yeti. So I thought this one was fascinating, this statistic, that only the top 120 streamers, so this was uh, based on, oh, I'm blanking on the uh, Twitch tracker. I think that's the name of the site. Um, and at the end of 2020, only the top 120 streamers make enough in subs alone to be above the federal poverty line. Uh, so I, I'm saying that because I think yeah, totally powerful. I, I think that it is useful to recognize that if you are looking to make income as part of your stream, that you have to understand that simply getting subscriptions through Twitch is not going to be a path to online, <laughs> to, to having an adequate income. I'll put it that way. Uh, so one false product, you'd have to click on the link and double check where they, they how they did the calculation. Um, so off, offhand. Actually, no, I believe that that would have been, once you're pulling that level, the, those are partners. I mean, they're talking 120 total streamers. The top 120 streamers of all the people that are streaming on uh, on Twitch. So they were looking only at Twitch. So I'm sure all of those people were partners. 
Oh, I should actually read off your questions. So I'm going to put this on the podcast. So one false prophet asked if that that statistic included partners or just affiliates. And and so I found this one also interesting. And a, there's some I think warranted criticism, and, and you're certainly welcome to to follow the link. Uh, it's under influencingmarketinghub.com slash twitch money calculator. And I, I think that the statistics are a good starting point on this one, but um, they certainly warrant some criticism. Uh, but I think it's also, yeah, it's got to be. Um, Oh, so Luke Warmrime commented that got to be because you're pulling that many subs, you're past affiliate status. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's the top 120 are all past affiliate. Uh, I'm sure they're partners. So if you were to rely primarily on subs, and uh, this is another one of those websites that they were playing around with doing the calculation on what could you earn annually if you had a thousand subs and you were working full time and... Sorry, Brandon, um, I'm not sure which plugins you're referring to, and I confess that I'm still relatively new to Twitch in terms of the, the dynamics of it, since I'm a little more of a marketing guy. Um, but maybe somebody else in the chat can help you. That if you're relying primarily on subs and you had a thousand subs, right? So you had a thousand people that were paying subscriptions. And you had a little extra coming in, maybe from YouTube. You maybe have a little extra that are coming in uh, through bits and things like that. That And you're working full-time, right? So you're working full-time. You're still only going to be making $51,220 a year. Now, here's what kind of sucks about that, right? Oops, I thought I had that on another slide, but I don't. What kind of sucks about that is, depending on where you are in your life, and how much money you're making now, in the scheme of things, that, that's not a huge amount of money. In fact, the, the median income, right, again, I love statistics. The median income in the, in the United States right now is about $65,000 per year. It's a little under $65,000 in uh, 2019. And so what that means is about half the people in the United States, not exactly about half, I mean, actually median by definition means half, so 50% of the people in the United States are making uh, $65,000 per year. Uh, Sapper X God's commenting, I'm in the wrong field. Well, and in fairness, right, money is only one indicator of if it's a good job or not. Like, you know, making a lot of money at a job that sucks is of only limited utility. It kind of depends how much money you're making and how much of that job sucks. Maybe it's a, a sliding scale, but I, I think that I'm bringing this up to note that again, if your expectation is you, you're heading, you're thinking you're going to reach that 50 million, it, it's unlikely. And in fact, you could end up working full time, making less than a lot of other people. And and here's one of the other problems with trying to do a, uh, you know, work with your thousand subs. One, it's hard to get a thousand subs. Uh, and then also, if you're working full time at it and you're making that $51,000 per year, then, you know, you also, as an independent contractor, functionally have to pay for your own health insurance. Uh, you would have to pay into, you know, dental. You could have to pay for, um, you know, all the other accoutrements if you want just because you're working as an independent contractor. 
And I, I think it's important to kind of weigh that in your mind. And, and, you know, I'm not sure how Twitch would feel about me saying this because what's happening is you're making a whole lot of money for Twitch by drawing people in, but at the same time, the actual revenue that's coming in is not all that great. Happy New Year to you too, Dark Lion Man. Uh, Infernape1997 says, I'm going to keep, uh, I keep wanting to quit streaming because, ooh, I scrolled up. Because I'm averaging like three or four viewers, but now they'll catch a huge break and get a little bigger. Hey, and you know, I, I think that's one of the points that I'll get to, which is I, I think this this requires a certain amount of perseverance. And I think it also re requires some realistic expectations about like what the goal is. And, and really, the, the question I'm trying to ask here, the, the question I want to plant in your minds is what is the goal? I, I, in fact, and you'll see at the end, would discourage people from quitting. In fact, I think that if you are enjoying the journey, if this is something that you are getting something out of, then you should keep doing it. And and to me, that is one of the biggest mistakes that is made in terms of the perception of streaming, that I think a whole lot of people see this as they're trying to turn it into another job. And to me, I just see it as something of an art form. And I, in fact, my 2021 turn towards doing more of this is in fact drawn or uh, caused by my own sort of being inspired by what I've seen so many people out there doing. And, and you know, for me, that can be a form of satisfaction in and of itself. And so, you know, I know plenty of people that play music, they paint, they engage in forms of art that they find is satisfying in and of themselves. And they don't look forward to do it, doing it professionally. Some of them do. I know some professional musicians. And it's hard work and it takes a long time to get there. But you know what? It, they... I know plenty of other people, they just do it. They play the music or they do the, the art just for their own satisfaction. And I know some people who, and this would be my argument, if you will, this is my punchline early on, who are doing a little bit in between. That they found a way to develop some income from it, but maybe it's not their primary income. Or maybe that income is coming from a variety of sources. And I think increasingly... Right. If you pay attention to what's taking place in society, that's what we're moving towards in what you hear a lot of people talk about is the gig economy, where what we're doing is we're moving into an era where it, income isn't necessarily from, ooh, now I, I will, my, the sociologist in me will show, that in, in the 1980s and the, you know, 19, actually really post-World War II up until the 1980s where people saw their uh, income kind primarily coming from manufacturing and from a single place they'd work for the rest of their lives, gone, right? We are now living in an era where you guys, most of you guys knowing your demographic know this already. You are going to be changing jobs. You are going to be changing professions. And quite possibly, you're going to be working more than one job. The key is to try and make sure that that more than one job you're working doesn't suck and provides you with the income and the quality of life that you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it can be something you just like doing. Now, like, Infernape in says, I've made friends streaming, my best friend, actually. And, and to me, that's one of the most powerful things, right? And this is why you shouldn't give up, because there are benefits to it above and beyond simply looking at it as this is what I'm going to do full time and this is going to be what is going to drive my my income, be my primary income source. 
And actually, I, I think that even if it is not your primary income source, even if getting on Twitch, right? Because that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're having an honest conversation about Twitch. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, for some people, if you can hit that 51000 uh per year, that, that would be significant income growth. So it, it really depends on where you're coming from. But here's the fascinating thing to me, that if, if we move beyond this idea that sitting in front of your computer and playing games on Twitch, which is great, and I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, is where the money is going to come from, I think that opens the door to tap into what is this enormously growing sector, right? And I mean, I know at this stage, the gaming industry, so th this statistic is related to global streaming, so I thought it was a little more pertinent because I'm talking about Twitch, but the gaming industry right now exceeds the movie and, uh, gosh, I hope I'm saying this one right, give, give me only 90% because I, I didn't look it up before I started talking, but the gaming industry right now in terms of volume, in terms of dollars, actually exceeds the movie industry and the television industry, and I want to say radio combined. So the amount of money in these industries not only is growing, right, when you really take into account that the video game industry and right, compare this to manufacturing, agriculture, all the major industries that are out there, that the video, or even the movie industry, right, the, the video games as an industry have only been around really, what, since the 1970s, right? And then you add streaming on top of that. And streaming, right, which really then video streaming technologically has only been around for, uh, let, me, let me give it like 30 years. I mean, I know like plus or minus because YouTube was around. I think Netflix was probably kind of uh, going from the mail, the DVDs to you. I'm showing my age a little bit, but that point where <laughs> the cyberpunk blinds and ruins it. Yeah, and Guinness makes a good point. Like esports is on track to suppress, surpass, if I can speak correctly, all major sports. And you know the global video streaming industry going from 42 billion dollars in 2019 at a uh, compound annual growth rate of 20 percent right that means it's growing at a rate of 20 percent year per year from 2020 to 2027 and so what's what's fascinating to me about that is despite all of the challenges that we confronted in 2020 that one of the opportunities i saw for people who are engaged in video streaming is that they are creating media Right, creating entertainment, creating information, creating stuff in a format that is readily consumable, and at the same time that truthfully, right, if if you pay attention, Hollywood was running out of stuff to show. I mean, they Netflix, Amazon Prime, all these sources, they cannot find stuff fast enough for people to watch it. I mean, that's why, you know, you binge watch a show and then you run out because finding finding quality material that is being produced at a volume that is adequate for people to consume in 2020 was an issue. And the truth is, it's going to be an issue in 2021 because it takes a while to make this stuff. And so what I think is going to happen is there is even going to be greater consumption of global video streaming. That statistic was pulled, by the way, from mid-2020, so it, it, it is taking into account at least some of the impacts of uh, uh, COVID-19. So I think if, if you're able to re rethink this idea of your professional aspirations 
and and I want to set aside for a little bit right now, like your personal aspirations, because I I'm totally a proponent of streaming and online interaction. And heck, like I've chatted with somebody on the Discord, like I I believe that the personal gratification, either from creating something, creating a um, form of art, or the personal satisfaction from you know working with a community and being part of a social social environment. Those are all very valid and like worthwhile reasons to get engaged in streaming or to play games or what, like whatever the nerdy activity that you're you're involved with. Like, hey, I'm I'm on board. Like, pursue it. But in terms of thinking about things professionally, right? Because that was the point in the beginning. Thinking about things professionally. If you stop thinking about the stream, right? If you stop thinking about Twitch as the income source in and of itself, which that was kind of my premise in the beginning with the statistics is not going to be adequate. Yeah, you got to find a way to stand, stand out, as uh, Guinness pointed out. Yeah, and actually, I so the point that uh, you, you always got to be rolling with the punches and adapting to the new environment, I, I think that's an excellent point because, you know, where it used to be 30 years ago, maybe, when media was being produced, the um, turnover time, the time between something going from idea to implementation was much longer. Um, so you see this acceleration with technology, and you see this acceleration with media, and you see this acceleration with games. And so I think that one of the things that streamers are able to do that traditional media, when I say traditional media, I mean like television, movies, that they can't do as readily is that you know you, you can't change topics on a blockbuster blockbuster movie as readily when you've sunk millions into it but you know you can change topics you can change games you can change styles you can change even branding on a stream much more rapidly but anyways if you stop thinking about the stream as the income source like not, not dwelling so much maybe on the number of subs that you're getting from twitch but Really, it's the medium that you're going to use to develop income, and it's really the medium that you're going to use to develop your personal brand. I think that, I think that then you suddenly open the door for having the opportunity to access all of those dollars that are beginning to flow into global streaming in a uh, in a different sense, right? And I, to me, it actually fits in with the gig economy much more relevantly than perceiving your stream, right? Your 40 hours, your 80 hours, whatever you're putting in, your stream as being the source of the income. The stream is the medium that you're gonna use to develop your brand so that you can have a source for an income. Because I get it, right? It, you know, we, we gotta, we got to pay the bills at some point. But, you know, here's, to me, what I think is also very, very important. Um, I, I think that there is right now this opportunity to, I, I'm, I'm looking for a better way of saying it, but the, the truth is I, I don't think there is a better way of saying it. I think there's an opportunity to make the world a better place. And so if you think about the influence of streaming, not so much in terms of, money and i get money matters like we all need money like it's I, i'm there's no reason to be ashamed of that but if you think about that let's go back to that 
that $42.6 billion that is going to keep growing at a 20% rate, I think that there's something actually more powerful behind that. And I think that it, what it's doing is it's indicating that this medium of video streaming is going to become more and more powerful. And, and to me, having that opportunity, right, to shape society, to use this medium, right, to use this, um, I'm, I'm using the word medium in the same way that, you know, an artist might use, talk about sculpture as a medium, or an artist might talk about a canvas as a medium, that there's this wonderful opportunity to use this medium to communicate to people in a positive manner. And, and to me, that's been one of the most powerful things about uh, working with the No Name Nerd community and getting to know the people in the No Name Nerd community. And I even thank all of you who are joining me on the stream today because it has it just meant a, a lot to me personally to see people to come together, to see people coming together in such a positive and meaningful and supportive and welcoming way. And I, I think that unfortunately, online communities get. Uh, negative stigma attached to them due to um, what is true, right? Some real toxic and negative environments. And, you know, to be able to come together with all of you in, in such a positive and meaningful manner really just means a lot. So I, that's my honest conversation about, I, I think, streaming and Twitch and making money on Twitch. And I think if you move beyond this idea that Twitch is the source of money um, and you start thinking about Twitch or it could be YouTube, frankly, it could be anything, right, in terms of online content creation, and you start thinking about it as the medium that you're going to use to develop your personal brand, and I, I can't let, let go of the ethical and moral dimension as well, as well as make the world a better place. I think it creates a real powerful opportunity that I think has some monetary implications and will, will allow you, I hope, to find meaningful work and uh, put yourself in a good place, not just personally and emotionally, but uh, economically as well. All right, so I, I will probably, I'm going to wrap it up shortly. Um, and uh, if anybody's curious, my, my real plan is uh, this is recording as well, and I'll be cutting this up into YouTube and probably putting a version of it on the um, podcast as well. Um, my my plan, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's part of this uh, no name nerd leaning into content creation. <laughs> I guess I didn't expect twenty one people to show up. I was like, hey, I should just give it a try because you know if I'm going to record something, why not record it on. Um, Put it up on Twitch as well, and I, if everybody's got any questions, I, I mean, I'm happy to talk about the company more. Uh, anything else? If anybody wants to drop anything in chat, let's see. Hey, Castile two five one. I'm glad that we were able to help you out. I mean, the I was talking to Joe, uh, Big by Joe. Uh, you know, who's a, a great, great member of the community and admin and for the podcast. And you, you'll see my interview with him at one of the upcoming podcasts. I think uh, they'll probably start dropping every Monday. I've gotten actually, if you're curious, there's one that's coming tomorrow. That's uh, me interviewing my son that we did all 20 minutes of preparation before I decided to and talk to my son about it. Uh, 
but the uh, uh, comment that Big Bite Joe made to me during his podcast interview was uh, the product is the community. And, and I think there's truth to that. And, and that was, I, I, and in fact, I, I think some very important truth to that, that, I mean, to me, yeah, the No Name Nerd is a brand. The No Name Nerd is a company. And, and many of you know that uh, I'm, my name's Brian, the, the primary operator behind what is a small family business. But uh, to me, my interest had always been in trying to create a community. And I, I've had some some communities that have very had very positive and meaningful impacts on me when I was uh, younger. And as, as my kids have gotten older, I've realized that finding those those positive communities that really like shape your life and, and leave lasting impacts, Wh whether you're part of them for a long time, or you're part of them for a short amount of time that uh, it, they're in short supply. And, you know, if we can create more of them, if you guys can go out there and create more of them, that what we're doing is we're, we're moving the world in a direction that I think that it deserves to go. Hey there, I'm excited to be welcoming some of our No Name Nerd community on to give shout outs to their stream. If you're interested in having your stream mentioned on our podcast, just head to anchor.fm slash no name nerd and make sure to click on the message button and then just record a message that is uh, 30 seconds to a minute. Feel free to plug your stream and maybe you will be selected to appear on the air, just like the recording here. Hi, my name is Angelina Picasso and I have Mom of Boys Gaming, Mom of Boys Podcast, and <clears throat> my Twitch stream is at Dangitang. I stream a lot of Sims, um, Call of Duty, Fall Guys, um, Among Us, and I'm about to start streaming Phasmophobia. And um, I would really like to appear on your podcast if you would allow me to. Um, thank you and, you know, hope to hear from you soon. So remember, if you are a nerd who loves to game, stream, read, watch, play, and are interested in promoting a welcoming and inclusive nerd culture, you belong with us. Just head to nonamenerd.com and join one of our online communities. If you want to get an in-depth understanding about how to grow the audience of your stream or bolster your followers, head to mynerdschool.com for professional courses for streamers and gamers looking to take their online presence to the next level. This is Brian from the No Name Nerd. Thanks for joining me.